Hey guys, welcome to Murder Blows. This week we're going to travel to Columbia with Sasha. She's going to take us back to 1992 and discuss the case of Louis Garavito. You are joined by Cody, Maisie, Sasha, and Violet got it this week. Oh. Play that music. Officially recording. Hi, my name is Sasha. I got off a plane 28 minutes ago. I ate Taco Bell eight minutes ago. I am ready to fucking podcast. (laughs) We've been talking about the election, the midterm elections, Erica Costell and Jake Paul split, (laughs) uh, cinnamon twist ASMR, uh, our crazy cats. And now we still have more fodder. We can just rehash some of this fodder that we just used. Fodder stories. Sometimes just... we just like to talk to each other yeah. without yeah. you guys. No offense. <laughs> We're our friend. We're your friend. Murder blows. But look, I don't want to tell you about me bawling my eyes out about how red my fucking stay was. Well, I just did. So it's fine. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, John was following the polls very closely last night, and he was reading off some of the uh, stats for Tennessee, and he was like, okay, well, this person's in the lead, but no, like, they haven't collected any votes from Nashville, and that's like a very uh, progressive section, so we're just going to So like, democratic. And, they, <laughs> and then it came in, he was like, all of Nashville voted blue. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville and Memphis. Oh my gosh, I was about to say, the fucking map of the state is a goddamn bloodbath, except for two little blue spots, Nashville and Memphis, shout out That's to my educated the, peeps. The whole south is, though. It's, like, all red, yeah. and then there's these, like, tiny blue spots where the cities are. Well, and they were talking about, like, Texas's big thing, uh, was that, like, everyone was banking on Dallas, El Paso, Houston, because they, they all, I think, went blue, Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were like, but the thing about the Southern states is that they're predominantly made up of these mediocrely populated rural, rural areas. <laughs> There's a fun word for everyone, rural, but, and that like, even though the populations are so massive in these blue areas, the big, you know, the big cities, it still wasn't enough to tackle all the little, little guys. Yeah, because yeah. it's the opposite in Pennsylvania. Like, everybody I know is, like, hardcore red. And then the cities, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and then mm-hmm. State College in the middle is enough to um, yeah. make it blue. And the red, really? the red people get so pissed. Was it, was it New York City's senator? Is she the one that, it's, like, the youngest woman? Yeah, she's 29. Wow. Um, Anyone else feel fucking inadequate? I'm raising my hand. Oh, yeah. 29 (laughs) in like six months. Fuck me. I tweeted about that today. I was like, this woman is my hero. Because. Seriously. Can we talk about. uh, Oh my God. What's her name? Sharice Davids, who is now one of two Native American women that 
was voted into Congress, but oh, she's also yeah. like an attorney and was an MMA fighter. Yes. Yes. So cool. What a fucking hero. Isn't she also a lesbian? Maybe. One of them is. One I'm of the Native go- American girls are, I think. Well, and then the first, someone got their first gay, oh man. Colorado. Yeah. Gay governor. Love it. I'm here for it. Fucking love it. Um, so yeah, it, politics were a roller coaster for us at Murder Bloods last night, I'm sure. Um, I have an update. Yeah. To a story, I don't know when the last time I talked about it, but do you guys remember that time I peed on Diane Black's couch? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get this out because I feel like, I don't know, I had this brief moment of insanity. I was screaming in my kitchen because my, okay, so for those of you that don't know, my mom is actually pretty good friends with Diane Black. How? Okay, so, (laughs) when Diane Black was running, this is going to start out sad, and then get scary for me. It's terrifying. I like this story. I'm sorry it was scary, but I like it. (laughs) So, Diane Black was looking for really, really poor people to help get involved with Habitat for Humanity. And uh, 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 when she was running for something... And, uh, which is Habitat for Humanity is this uh, organization that helps super poor people build houses and live there. And that's where I grew up and everything. Anyways, um, so I guess they came through. I was like, I had to be maybe six or seven. Very, very young. I think I was six. But anyways, uh, they apparently came to our old trailer in Westmoreland, Tennessee, and I gave Diane Black and her whole crew a tour of my <laughs> my trailer. I told them about the cockroach game that we played where we'd all walk in the house and turn on the lights and squish as many cockroaches as we could. Oh. <laughs> um, also, apparently, my younger sibling used to sleep in a crib in the bathroom because the rooms were too small. <laughs> um, anyway, so... We got into this, or we got involved with Habitat for Humanity and built our house and lived there and blah, blah, blah. Apparently, there is a commercial where Diane Black filmed my family and I on our new couch and, like, put it in retrospect from our old garbage dumpster trailer to assist her political gain. What the fuck? But I am in the commercial. I don't know. My mom's like, I wish I could find that. I wonder if she still has a copy. I was like, burn it. Kill it with fire. I never want to see that in my life. Just I was the like, no. game on the tape. Yeah, I could not believe it. I Even when I just laugh now, my face hurt because I felt like I was going to cry and I was holding back tears because I was like, I was so like, I, I mean, I'm I'm so steadfast against 95% if not more of what Diane Black stands for <laughs> and to know that I was in a commercial cahoots. yeah you were in cahoots I was in a commercial smiling and waving mm-hmm. and apparently 
I I used to have this plastic kitchen, you know, like the fake children's setups, you know what I mean? And I, in this kitchen, I had an assortment of fake foods, like plastic foods, and I had a hot dog bun, but no hot dog. So I put a toy wiener dog in the hot dog bun and gave it to Diane Black. <laughs> I love your memory. I I didn't remember any of it. Apparently her mom, or my, her mom, my mom and Diane Black were talking about it the last time they saw each other, which was like, I guess in August or Ooh. September. Yeah. Is that not crazy? I was like, if she only knew how much I hated her right now. <laughs> but I wanted oh to God. share this story. It's not only an update, but because in case for some reason I had this moment, like, I saw the future, and our podcast was a big success, and oh, and yeah. everybody loved us. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Diane Black leaks this tape <laughs> of oh. me smiling and waving, vote Diane Black for whatever she was running for. And I was like shook. I just started screaming. <laughs> so I apologize. I was young. <laughs> Thanks for ruining our future. Also, Diane Black, I want that wiener dog back. <laughs> That is so hilarious. Yeah. While you're on a roll, tell us about your voting story. Oh, uh, so I got told no at the what polls. Do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, so, okay, they said I wasn't registered in this county, and I was like, no, I submitted an updated address. I have the form right here. It was before the cutoff date, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, I brought a new piece of, a piece of mail with my name on it and my new address, my ID, like I brought, I brought the works. And so they were like, well, we can give you a provisional ballot. Well, okay. At first they did not want to give me a provisional ballot. The lady was like, no, I'm sorry. You can't vote here. And I was like, bitch, I will get you to pay for my gas to drive to Pigeon Forge <laughs> to vote. Cause that's where I was registered, Res- registered in. Uh, this woman next to me hears it, and I was like, no, I want a provisional ballot. Like, I'm I'm not leaving until my vote counts. Uh, and this woman next to me heard, and this is before she re- realized that she was also registered in a wrong area, supposedly, and could not vote. Or her ID didn't match something. Anyways, she started raising hell. And th- keep in mind, I woke up at the butt crack of dawn, so I didn't have to be at work until 9.30. So I woke up at... 6 a.m. and the polls opened at 7 and I was waiting in line to vote and this was five minutes after the polls had opened (laughs) and this woman was raising hell for me she was like they're trying to tell this woman that her vote doesn't matter they're like profiling her political agenda because I mean I obviously looked like a millennial who was not going to vote for Marsha Blackburn, the cunt that's been infecting my fucking YouTube enjoyment. <laughs> Anyways, there's my C word for the week. I'm glad I got that out of the way. Um, but anyways, yeah, I spent an hour filling out paperwork with this woman, uh, and on the on speakerphone with the county clerk's assistant and this nice gentleman who looked just like Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable came over to help me, except he wasn't in a wheelchair, but. <laughs> um yeah but i voted and i but you know at first they wouldn't give me a sticker what the fuck (laughs) yeah i was like no i want a sticker i'm gonna put it on my name tag so the world can know 
anyways, that's my story. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. But it was worth it. I'd do it again, even though our state went red. <laughs> I'd do it again. That's okay. Uh, as a whole, we're good. It's fine. One of my coworkers was like, anyone who votes straight ballot is uneducated. And I was like, yeah, totally. Okay, but a bunch of our, like, sections, I don't know about you guys, but we had a bunch of independent candidates. We did, but we saw what happened when fucking Trump run, ran. Oh, no, I was I was not voting independent. <laughs> I made pie charts before that shit happened. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I don't yeah, care no. who you vote for, but if you want to vote fucking straight ballot, that is not a bad choice. That is up to fucking you as an American fucking citizen, so do well, what you want to do. I, I think, too, like, you have to... What's the word I'm looking for? I've disagreed with presidents that I've liked. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean I still wouldn't vote for them. Right. Yeah. People that I voted for, I've disagreed with. But people that my parents have voted for, they will not disagree with anything. Even if it so hurts that, them. Yeah. They won't disagree. Just because, like, just because you're friends with somebody doesn't mean you have to agree with everything. That yeah, that's the best way to put it, I think. Yep, yep, yep. Like, Maisie, how uh, was your anniversary trip? <laughs> well, it was it was fun. Um, we scheduled a Airbnb Airstream. We hung out in Pacific City, which is the coast of Oregon. Wow. It was very beautiful. Turns out there's two haystack rocks. One of them is in the Goonies. One of them is not. We were at the <laughs> not Goonie one. Aww. <laughs> I just watched that movie, too. How crazy. But we've been to the Goonie one. Okay. Um, never fear. <laughs> We've seen the Goonie Rock. Well, Goonies um, never die, so. But this is a beach that you can drive on the beach. Like, they allow some camping, just not overnight camping. I don't know. It's weird. But we drove on the beach. <laughs> you can camp for the evening, but you have to leave before midnight. Yeah, like, not overnight. <laughs> In some areas. I don't know. But we took the Jeep out on the sand. John was living his best life, pretending he was... Some, like, sand dune master. Turns out he got kind of scared going up a hill. He was like, okay, we're done. And so, <laughs> well, I mean, like, it was either that or, like, flip the Jeep, so. <laughs> yeah, don't flip he, the fucking Jeep. He lives life, like, how I feel I kind of live life, which is on the edge a little. Yeah. In Jenna Marble Tonight, you live life on the edge a little. I can see over has, the edge I'm nervous. Right. He definitely has a little bit of the too much gene. But uh, just enough that he's still safe. <laughs> so, love that. Um, turns out he really thought for a while we would like to live in a tiny house. I don't think it's for us. Um, airstreams are not that big. My husband's 6'5". He got, he, he got in the shower. And, he, I and like, I, sat down, right? So he tried to stand up for the shower, and I just hear, this is a mistake. <laughs> and... He's like, come here. So I, I like look, and yeah, he's sitting. I was like, can you not stand? He's like, no. Um, we saw the fire alarm trying to cook bacon. That was fun. It was fun. He Maybe, tried to, yeah. He tried Maybe to make it house. really sweet. Yeah. So the effort was really sweet. Yeah. But I, it was fun. Thanks for putting house. up with me. <laughs> oh. 
They stayed in like an 1800s air, or not Airbnb, but like a, an actual B&B that was converted to a hotel. And I, I'm 5'1", and I was too tall for the shower. So I can't oh. imagine. Yeah, it was like up to his shoulders, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Poor babe. But it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. 10 out of 10 yeah. recommend. I feel like Actually, everyone's... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say on Instagram, I said 9 out of 10, just because of the shower thing. Oh, okay. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. But not everyone's 6'5". So. That's true. Yeah. Very true. Cute! Vince Vaughn is 6'5", though, so... Is he? It's a fun <laughs> fact. How tall is Jason Momoa, and how tall is Dwayne The Rock Johnson? These are things I want to know. Ooh. Probably as tall as Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Vince Vaughn doesn't strike me as like an overpowering man. Yeah, or maybe no he's Vince Vaughn. Jason Segel's six five. Are you googling mean... it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Google uh, six nothing. four. I'm. I'll get Vince Vaughn. <laughs> okay, got it. Oh, you Close. did. Jason Momoa. Six four. Four six four. All right. Uh, it says I'm offline. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, Vince Vaughn is six five. Okay. Wow, Sasha, good job. So he's all he's an inch taller than Jason Momo. Why does that shock me so much? It like, shocks me because I don't know. Height is power. They look Except, like total opposites. He's as but, tall as Dwayne Johnson. Literally, though, I'm 5'1", and I feel more powerful than most of my peers. I just, I just have, like, a lot of me inside of me. It's a very small package. The end. I like it. I can get behind that. It's a very small package. I just, it's all in there. I think uh, Jam told me the other day, you just feel very deeply and a lot more emotions than other people feel. And I was like, yes, so many feelings. Yeah, I feel like I get that, but with anger. See, anger, not so much. Someone was like, why don't you ever just explode on someone? And I'm like, because as soon as I'm a little bit angry, I tell them. Like, so it, it never builds up. I never have that nutso moment. And this woman asked me for an extra cup of ice the other day, and I called her a cunt. <laughs> oh, her face. oh, I would if I wouldn't get fired 100%. Or, like, oh. there's one time I was in line at Kroger, and there's this Muslim woman having trouble uh, with the like self checkout, and these two guys behind me started making really raci- racist comments. Oh. So I turned around and bitched them out, and then they were all scared. and tail tucked between their legs this woman the other day started cussing at me and i was like don't you ever talk to me like that i'm a human being not a coffee machine woman and she looked at me and i was like yeah yeah i was uh so the hotel i stayed at is sort of like a partner with the company i work with it's like the only hotel in the fucking area which is why it's like an 1800s b&b but whatever um, and so there's no place to drink, by the way, <laughs> except for the hotel bar, which they kicked me out of promptly at 1059 the first night. So whatever. Um, but the second night I went out for a second drink, I wasn't sitting at the bar, I was sitting at a table by the bar and 
this one guy was like, I don't understand transgender rights. Like, his name was Joe. Why does he want me to call him Josephine? And I was like, I don't care if you think that this is some psychological disorder. At the end of the fucking day, the only thing that affects you is where they use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Have you ever cared about who was in the fucking stall next to you? No. They got a fart and shit just like you do. What does it matter? But then as I was like about to lose my job because they probably worked for the same company, the guy next to him goes, I don't think I care, man. It doesn't matter. And I was like, you got me, man. I'm going to go drink this drink over here before <laughs> I get fired. <laughs> That's like my my mom was like, I feel like you should work for a call center. You know, maybe this because I'm definitely not cut out for this job anymore. I'm too angry. I'm too aggressive. I'm too hateful. I'm too done with people's garbage. And she was like, yeah, you should apply at my company where they can do this and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I am looking for a new job. But uh, anyways, uh, and I was like, man, I don't think I could collect like medical bills from people, though, because they'd be like, what are you talking about? I can't afford that. Be like, man, don't I know that? (laughs) Like, I would just wind up telling them my whole life story. (laughs) That was honestly like the worst job I ever had. Really? Yeah. When I my last job in Tennessee, I was um i had finished medical coding school Mm -hmm. air quotes and i started in the um billing department at a local hospital out there Mm -hmm. and it was the worst people coming in you know like their family members are in surgery they had an accident and you have to go tell them that part of their insurance didn't cover this one thing or you know yeah so now we're gonna need a copay but you're eventually gonna be billed for four grand and then you know you're the face of that even though you're not the one charged like it's just oh it was such i was there for like three months and that was enough it was such a soul sucking job and i was in a cube too so i was like no not for me yeah but yeah that that really sucked so, I feel so bad, I don't, though. I don't recommend that job, but... but... Like, <laughs> a lot of it is that people don't understand what insurance is. Like, yeah. it's not 100%... In America, it's not 100% coverage. And so, like... I mean, I get mad. Jared broke his hand two years ago, and... Was it two? Maybe last year. But, you know, we had to meet our deductible before they paid anything. I mean, so it made a $6,000 surgery only $5,000. But, I mean... We didn't get high insurance because we never get sick. So it's just, it's such a mess. And people don't understand that. They think if they pay their $35 a paycheck, they're getting adequate coverage. But at the end of the day, they're getting two dental check-ins and a a physical. Like, So I bought bought the highest grade on uh, vision, dental, no, I bought the medium plan on health insurance because I never go to the doctor. And if I do, I don't know. I just, I've, I've been in some very serious situations that I've not gone to the doctor for <laughs> and will probably still be that stubborn because I'm not a big fan. But, uh, but then I started, I bought the most expensive vision and dental and it has been so hard to find someone that takes my insurance. Such bullshit. I know. Like the one place I saw was like an hour and a half away and I was like, oh my God. Like, no, bring your thing to me. I'll help you find it. And you're in Nashville too. Like it shouldn't be that hard. Imagine if you're fucking in Clinton, Tennessee. Or Sevierville. 
Severe is a whole nother beast. Unless you need pain medication, addiction management, you can't find shit. Yep. Uh, Even the time I had that that disintegrating disc in my neck, they were like, you probably just want some painkillers. If it gets worse, come back. (laughs) And they prescribed me hydrocodone. (laughs) I had a fist in my neck that was filling up with liquid, and the doctor told me I needed to get my tonsils out. And I told him I had (laughs) my tonsils out when I was in first grade, and he didn't believe me. He's like, get him out again. Oh, man. Um, how about some good news? How about some good news? I'm home. Uh, how about some good news? Uh, what's his face? The little piece of shit. Chris Watts pleaded guilty. What a great idea. You freaking murderer. Wait, Chris Watts? Chris Watts is the guy that killed his wife and two little girls and then went on TV and was like... And they, like, gave him so much fucking airtime, and they did nothing for the girl and the women because he's just a skinny white damn. Yes. So he pleaded guilty. What a great idea. (sighs) You can burn. Goodbye, trash. The husband did it. Like, he went on TV, and he was like, I don't know where they are. Well, he was like, if you if you guys see this, could you please come back? He buried him in, like, next to a fucking oil field or whatever. Well, I want to barf. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to tell you guys about my case, because it will also make you want to barf. Oh my god, this is going to be a, such a great night, because maybe or maybe not, we're double recording. Maybe my case will also make you want to barf. Excellent. Yeah. Double barfing. Real quick, before, because that was a great segue, has anyone finished making a murderer too? No, no. I haven't started it yet. Oh, you guys. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I, I was going to download have... the episodes to watch on the plane, but guess who just did her fucking case on the plane? Me. Boing, 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 boing. That's fine. I just really, really need to talk to someone about it besides my mother because we share the same opinions on it. <laughs> Anyways. Was that our segue? Well, hold on. My two coworkers that I didn't know. So the thing I went to this week was like an all department thing, which is weird. We don't normally do that. It's it's great though. And so like I talked to coworkers I don't normally talk to about my hobbies, and they were like, "Yeah, making a murder." He didn't do it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And so like I explained why I think that like Stephen Avery is guilty. They haven't seen season two either, but we talked about serial. It was great. Anyway, so like. I don't know. I just want to watch it because I'm, I'm ready to have my mind changed. Like, he's not a mastermind. I don't know. Anyway. So, all I'll say on the matter is he has a lawyer that has freed 17 men that were on, like, death row or in jail for life. Uh, Girl, on she could retire like... right now and be oh, yeah. fucking successful. <laughs> well, She's doing Stephen Avery's case pro bono, as far as I know. Oh, wow. Um, why wouldn't you? I follow her on Twitter because she's a beast. Oh, Does she tweet I funny? Her. I like funny tweets. I no, she's find... a savage. She called Ken Kratz a sweaty pervert. Like, and <sighs> every time she mentions him, she's like, don't forget that sweaty pervert Ken Kratz. And I'm like, yes! He uh, is a sweaty pervert. The irony of our world. Like, you can be in prison for a life possibly on death row and be like have like a number one netflix special at the same time yeah i mean someone <laughs> someone the other day was like can you explain america's health care to me and i'm like we have a oh. show where a guy with cancer would rather sell meth 
than make his family go into debt for his medical payments. Right. I was like, what and show? It's a it was like, oh, oh, God. Fucking top hit. Like, <laughs> Breaking Bad, bitch. I know. <laughs> and you're cheering yeah, for bitch. him the whole time. Exactly. Oh, I'm like, this is America. You're welcome. <laughs> Don't get you slipping up. Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> Someone's going to do it. Sasha's I was going to, but I already, I already did that this is America. I couldn't go too far. Sasha, for the soundboard, can you give us your Aaron Paul voice? Because it's my favorite. Yeah, bish. <laughs> <laughs> it's bish. actually my favorite. I'm out of practice. It's been several years since I've heard it, but... I don't know you. That's my purse. That's my uh, good one. Last good news. They put all of the King of the Hill episodes on Hulu, y'all. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. It's lit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now I don't Speaking know what of... to watch. That Meth Storm documentary was really good, too. Ooh. I'm all about Meth Storms. I'm kidding. I have no it idea what those are. On, it was on HBO, and it was uh, about a town that, like, 9 out of 10 people are on meth. We only pay for HBO when Game of Thrones is on, so that's a thing. That's the only reason we got it. <laughs> We just kept it. Wiener, wiener, we Okay, anyway. Uh, speaking of things changing or networks, uh, I don't know if this matters to anyone listening, but we switched from SoundCloud to Podbean. Woo. So uh, if anything is weird or wonky or you're not getting the feeds that you normally are, you shouldn't have noticed a change. That's my hope. But if it, it is weird, give us a shout and I'll, I'll fix it. But... Um, I mean, this platform is super intuitive, cheaper, easy to use. I mean, it's it's been great, and it's only been two weeks, so. And we're on Spotify now because of it. Yeah, what was? I was so, gonna start uploading our episodes to YouTube, but then I realized like we would never get monetized because of the yeah. amount of swear words. Oh yeah, no. so. true. Um, Sorry, YouTube. Yeah, but that's okay, because Spotify is so dope. I, honestly, I listen to our show more. <gasps> I listened to the episodes the other day. Wow. Damn. <laughs> I'm catching up. <laughs> You're getting there. That's a lot of us. <laughs> I know, one day. I had to stop it, though, because my mom came home. <laughs> yeah, don't. I think she has an okay perception of me, except when I, like, drop the fuck word in front of her, but okay. it's fine. <laughs> No, 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 it was only once on that call. I don't remember. I hope. Anyway. I don't remember. I drink too much alcohol, kids. Do as I do, not as I say. Don't tell her moms. Don't video chat people's people ever when they're with their mom. Because you're going to say fuck and you're going to forget. I was just excited. Well, and I think it's funny, too, because I swear the most out of any of us, probably. Well, and you also fucked in front of my mom too. So I did. <laughs> no, no, no. Said said the f word. Oh my god, that couldn't have gone better if you wanted it to. Wow. Cool. So you want to hear about my story? Yep. Way. Wait, 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 wait. Today I am taking you to Colombia. Yes. In mid, the mid 1900s. Cody, I might have stepped on your toes. Oh no, I totally did. I think last week when I did Jamal and it was like no, brilliant. Somewhere else. Um before I forget, sources, uh all that's interesting.com, wikipedia, oh duh, and crimefeed.com. So shout out to those people. 
Also, shout out to the person who sat next to me on the plane that didn't read what I was writing because it got intense. It got intense real fast. Uh, yeah, okay, so Columbia. Let me give you a little teeny history lesson. Uh, there's something called the Columbia Civil War, uh, also called the Columbian Conflict. Uh, uh, what are those people that are really smart about history? Historians. Uh, also kind of rolled us into the War on Drugs, which started in the 1980s and the Cold War. Um, but it's this, this Colombian conflict started in the 1960s uh, between the government, some paramilitary groups, uh, crime syndicates, and guerrilla groups. Uh, they're basically trying to fight to increase some influence. I think the really weird thing, though, is that uh, the two actors that really kicked this off was multinational companies and the United States. Uh, so just meddling probably where other countries don't belong, but who am I? <laughs> so yeah, so it started in the 1960s. It's actually still going. The really sad thing is that in, in those almost 70 years, no, 60 years, uh, 220,000 people have died. Uh, 177,000 of those are civilians, so literally not fucking involved in the slightest. Um, and additionally, a large amount of people have been completely forced out of their homes. Uh, so it's one of the largest, like, displacement of people that belong in the country. That, does that make sense? Like, Yes. Yeah. So largest displacement of people that should be where they are that aren't uh since i think world war Two, and then eight thousand children have just fucking disappeared oh so, nice that's, not that's a big deal great um so the reason the u.s had involvement at all is before the 1960s before this all started um there was uh the beginning of the drug cartels and so there was some uh u.s mafia members that were trying to get uh, marijuana from colombia into the u.s uh, when I think it was a combination of Colombia and uh, the U.S. cracked down on that, uh, they figured out ways around it. So, uh, you know, there's still fucking drug cartels. Uh, and then uh, I just read that the U.S. is still the biggest consumer of cocaine, like, to this day. So that's something I didn't expect because, like, I don't know a whole bunch of people who do drugs, but whatever. Uh, okay, so that's, yeah, that's a Colombian conflict still happening to this fucking day, so almost, uh, almost a 60-year war at this point. Uh, if that wasn't bad enough, one individual took advantage of this situation. Uh, in 1992, Luis, uh, got a, I'm sorry, I meant to look up how to pronounce all of these things before I got home, but I didn't. Uh, Bagaravito started targeting orphaned poor boys who lived on the streets. He would approach these boys uh, who were typically between ages 6 and 16 and promise them a better life or a job or some candy, some money, some gifts. And he would do this while impersonating priests or farmers, street farmers, or sorry, street vendors, etc. Basically to like solidify the act and prevent suspicion. Uh, as soon as they would accept his offer, uh, he would walk with these boys, uh, gain their trust, start talking about their lives, trying to get their stories, 
Uh, and when he noticed that they were beginning to get tired from walking so long, also because they weren't eating food, uh, he would corner them, bind their wrists, and whisk them away to a hidden location. Hmm. There he would torture the boys for long periods of time. Uh, almost all of the corpses were found with bite marks. Uh, definitely raped, beaten. He would remove their genitals and place them in their mouth, and a lot of the corpses were found decapitated. Damn. Yeah. So uh, this earned this gentleman, not gentleman at all, uh, the nickname La Bestia, which is the beast. The thing that, like, really fucked with me, though, is that he was also called uh, Tribuline, or, yeah, Tribuline, which is uh, what Goofy is named in Colombia. Ew! Yeah. <laughs> so Garavito uh, continued these actions for five years uninterrupted. Uh, in 1997, a mass grave was discovered, and so the police were like, WTF. So no one was noticing these boys going missing because, like, their parents were dying, and they were just orphans, or and there wasn't, like, an orphanage. Or, like, they just literally didn't have enough money to, like, care about what their children were doing. Um, but in February of 1998, there was a really weird situation where two naked children were found laying side by side on a hill next oh. to each other. Uh, they were completely naked. They're... Uh, hold on. So then a third, a third body was found nearby, all of them naked, all of them bound, all of their throats were slashed, and their murder weapon was recovered on site. So they just found this mass grave, and then they just found this murder, murder site of three children. Uh, and so when they were investigating the site of the three children, they found a slip of paper that had an address on it. They followed the address, and it turned out to be Garavito's girlfriend's house. So the thing about Garavito is he traveled for work around Colombia. I'm not exactly sure what he did, um, but he had this girlfriend that lived in one spot. He only saw her every few months. Um, the girlfriend had a kid, but apparently, like, he got along with the kid just fine. I don't know. But uh, the cops went to visit the girlfriend. The girlfriend was like, hey, I've not seen him for a couple of months, but here's a bag of shit he left. Uh, she was like, yeah, go ahead and search it. That's real fucked up. Uh, and in the bag of stuff, uh, they found pictures of boys tortured, um, journal entries of victim, of, of victims, of him describing the victims and what he did to them, and then a tally of victims. Oh my god. Uh, so the police searched for him for days. So this was about a week after February, um, they kept searching, they kept searching, and then in April, so there's conflicting accounts, so April 22nd, 1998, or 1999, uh, there was a gentleman arrested in the next town over for attempting to rape an orphan boy. So this guy followed this orphan into an alleyway, and a homeless guy saw him, this happening. The kid screamed enough, and the homeless guy stopped it from happening, and reported the guy, and they picked him up. And ironically, it was the same fucking guy. I want to say ironically, but it's not at all, because this is not something new for him. But luckily, this one homeless guy, like, stepped up and saved this kid. Um, when they were in interrogating the guy they picked up, 
for this case, for the attempted rape of this one gentleman. Uh, he cracked and he said that he had killed 147 boys. No way. Oh, it gets worse. And you wonder why people don't want to live there. No, I mean, that's besides the point. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he admitted to killing 147 boys. Uh, they said he, he cracked down and cried the whole time. Uh, that he was describing what he did to them. The weird thing is, uh, he had... So, I guess even in Colombia, they can't just take a confession, which is, I guess, good, but also not good. Um, so he had this really specific eye condition that's specific to men in his age range and with certain genetic markers. And so they've actually found glasses that were made for him at one of the sites of the graves. And then to confirm it all, they waited until he left his cell and took DNA evidence from his pillow and tied it to the liquor bottles and the shoes left at crime scenes. So apparently what? he would just get real ripping roared insane and do these things to these kids. Uh, and they, they tied it to DNA and it's him. Uh, Damn. It's crazy that such a poor country can like still use the DNA stuff. Yes. Yes, especially in the early 90s. Yeah. I mean, America didn't have that quite nailed down at that point, but... No. Gloves weren't a thing. So he was only convicted of 138 murders. Um, the number is thought to be closer to 400, so after he uh, confessed, he started drawing out a map of where all of his mass graves were. Uh, I think police to this day are still trying to find all of them. And... What in the world? Yeah. So the number is thought to be closer to 400 kids. Oh. And so I don't want to be that person that does math, but even at 138, if he only killed that many people over a five-year span, or a six-year span, that would have been a, a child death roughly every two weeks that no one noticed or no one cared about. Fuck. So... Um, the sentence for murder in Colombia is 13 years. Uh, so with mm, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Yeah, it's just 13 years oh, to okay. kill someone. That's a pretty. But with 138 victims, that would uh, put you at 1,853 years. Great. There we go. <laughs> That's more oh, like it. Right. Yeah. However, the maximum sentence for any offense ever is 30 years. Uh, so recently, uh, uh, crimes against children were put up to 60 years, so if you do anything against a child, you get that amount, but he wasn't sentenced before that statute was put in place. So, yeah, um, he was only convicted of 22 years for the death of 138 boys. Whoa! Um, because he helped the police map out all of his fucking mass graves that they haven't all been to yet. He is expected to be released in 2021. No! And hopefully we'll be greeted by someone murdering him. I'll take Hold 13 on. years for that. So there's a there's a possibility that he will also have to serve this additional 60 years after that. Um, it, is he going to get out and they're just going to retry him? <laughs> it's possible. Unlikely, but possible. Um, he's currently held at an undisclosed location. Uh, there are no other inmates held with him, but it's not solitary confinement. Uh, the warden and the, like, one of the other people that help out. 
like the the people the people the that at the prison are like hmm, he's polite and kind and whatever we don't care <laughs> so uh it's really fucked up he won't take like food or drink from anyone he doesn't trust because he's afraid of getting poisoned or murdered uh, i mean you should be i wonder if the other 400 kids he did never mind but here's here's what i get fucked up about uh is that he's studying to become a politician to stand up for the rights of abused children when he gets out oh okay uh-huh Nobody's gonna listen to you. Good for him. Yeah, I feel like it's a big boy because who kills one person every two weeks after raping them, cutting parts of their body off, biting them? Biting them so hard that their corpse have marks? <sighs> it's just weird. I'm just gonna say it. Vigilante justice. <laughs> I mean, please. Maybe that will happen. But... Somebody. I mean, I don't see if the people in that same community are still alive when he gets out, you know, or they've taught their kids about this guy. I don't see him getting very far past the jail entrance. TBH. Fingers crossed. Oh, I just said to be honest and shortened. Anyways. You're like, life. Don't we won't me. hold it against you. If I was one of the parents of one of those kids, they I'd take 13 parents. years. Oh, yeah, they're orphans. Well, I'd still take 13 years. <laughs> I mean, no fucking kidding. Like, that's it? I get to kill this man in 13 years? That is a long time. But I'm getting old. For the record, I'm not gonna murder anyone. I don't. I don't have the stones. Also, for the record, you're not old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting up there, you know. Okay. Anyway, uh, I guess the last part of this story is that he inspired a made-for-TV movie series called Chronicas, which is about a man that murders boys. I don't. Man, good for him. I don't know why we reward that kind of behavior, but apparently we do. Oh my god. It's kind of like how all these weird bachelorette parties go on, like, murder tours of, like, Bundy and Dahmer, and like, I feel like people are more like, enamored with the idea of it than disgusted like we are. Like, to me, when I think of, like, the way we're into true crime, Lydia, can you stop being a dick for two seconds? Mommy's talking. (laughs) (laughs) but no like i'm more infatuated with someone getting like how how awful our justice system or apparently columbia's is um i'm adding you columbia lydia fucking stop you don't need that anyways yell at my niece that way (laughs) (laughs) anyways (laughs) but like ugh just yes. gross. What a douche. So, also, I think the fun thing about Columbia is there's no life sentence or, like, capital punishment, so no one gets put to death. I just... I just... If I was a judge, I would like, be like... Should we make an exception? <laughs> like, I think I can shoot him in my backyard, like... I think I'll pay someone in for murder right now and cut their sentence in half if they kill him. <laughs> 
But yeah, vigilante so, justice. There's there's three possibilities. He'll he'll be killed immediately upon release. He'll serve sixty years for a crime against a child. A child, more like a hundred and thirty-eight children minimum. Uh, well, so my thing is, there's forty-seven bodies found, but they couldn't tie him to the last couple. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well. So my thing or is, the rest of the grave sites. But... They haven't, yeah, they haven't visited all the grave sites, right? Nope. I just, I just dig them up in twenty twenty-one, like a real ham. And then be like, okay, we can tie these to you. Like, and just put them in jail for 60 years. Like, come on now. Come on now, Colombia. Colombia. Get it together. Sophia Vergara would be so proud. Thank you. Man. I love her. <laughs> I feel like I should educate you about, like, what the country of Colombia is like. But I think war-torn is a fucking good description. So, I mean, literally a civil war that's lasted 60 years. That's a lot. Um, Damn. Yep, and then I think I had a thing I had a thing that was like woof. Oh, hey, yeah, so there you go. Uh, even at 138 murders, he's not Colombia's most prolific serial killer. Woof. There's another one that killed more. All adults, though. Um, so, suck on that, Garavito. <laughs> Get it. Yeah, it's because the rest of his deaths are not confirmed, but it's it's real fucked up. Like, I think what gets to me is thinking about those kids walking with someone they think is like a trusted figure, like a, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Tell me about your life." Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, I really like to talk about myself. And then all of a sudden, I'm too tired to walk anymore, which is insane because they're not getting fed regularly. They're not doing enough work to like build muscles so like it can't have been that far of a walk and then he just fucking murders well, not even murders them right there he just takes them to some fucking hellhole and I mean and they said like all of the corpses showed signs of prolonged torture mm -hmm. so like if you're killing someone every two weeks like I kind of think there might have been some overlap so you're seeing basically your future when you get dragged down into that same basement or dungeon or whatever but god so that is La Bestia of Colombia um he sounds disgusting please send me his picture for the social media I nope. hate him you got it cause I wouldn't even know how to start spelling that you know what I think would be a fun thing if we ever do like live shows or meet and greets we should play darts on all these people's faces <gasps> <laughs> I thought you meant like play darts and like tell the story of the one you land on and I'm like girl oh no no no, no. just like prepare? no just like just like throw darts at their faces yeah or bigger version of that picture you get <gasps> pinatas the, no even better you get the you give everybody three Guinnesses you get the Jason Momoa plaque with the target on it and you just throw fucking axes at them Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But you have to have at least one Guinness or you're not allowed to throw your axe. Yeah. That's true. Subscribe to our imaginary Patreon if you want to go to axe throwing events with us. <laughs> at murderous faces. <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> one day it's gonna happen. Aw, and we can call it we can come up with a cute name like Murder Blows Murder is Vigilante Justice. Yes. 
What did you say, Sasha? I think it might cut out. Instead of instead of murder blows, what color events murder throws? Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. I love us. Oh yeah. This big murder. <laughs> yeah. War torn countries are breeding grounds for serial killers. Hey man, everywhere is a breeding ground for a serial killer. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh Even my Middle God. America, spoiler alert. Ooh la la, is that our next episode? Yeah, buddy. Alright, so thanks for listening to this episode. We're double recording again. So you're welcome. Are we doing advice or things we love? Fuck, I don't remember what the last episode was. Halloween. <laughs> No, it was the no. Go Vote episode. Oh. I think we did uh. advice in the Go Vote episode. Correct us if we're wrong at our murder blows on Reddit. Advice. What do we love? Oh, I advice. think so too, because I was real depressed. <laughs> what else is yeah. <laughs> I think you're like, nobody asked me for fucking advice because I don't have any. <laughs> And Sasha was like, what about adopting an animal? And you're like, yeah, I guess it's fine. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah, it. I've got some issues. Nah, mate, you're great. Uh, so things we like? I like two things. Um, there's a show on HBO made by the Duplass brothers called Room 104. It's really fucking weird. It's like dark black mirror. Black mirror? Yep. Even it's darker? Like, dark mirror? <laughs> The darkest, blackest mirror, but without, like, technology, kind of. Okay. It's twisted. It's fucked up. I'm here for it. Also, really into the band Shannon and the Clams lately. Give me more of that, please. Yeah. Tight. I like that 100 women got elected to Congress. Yeah. Oh, uh, update. Yes, she was a lesbian. <laughs> oh, gotcha. great. LGBTQ plus That's like like maybe the fourth LGBTQ plus person to be elected. I love it. Oh, check the messages too, guys, and click on the picture. It's funny. I know. I it took me a minute to get it because I'm not in Tennessee, but that was really funny. Not you. (laughs) Um, I got a new to do list app. Ooh, interested. I put literally everything I need in it. And I I hope it works. I get points for checking off things off my to-do list, so. Whoa, cool. Yeah. Gamification, I guess. But yeah, I spent my whole flight adding shit that I need to do, like including my workouts and meal prep and stuff I do for you guys, stuff I do for the other shit I do. So, fingers crossed. You're such a good adult. Nope. That's why I have an app. That's a to-do list. Hey, Another some people one. don't even have an app. Me. It's called Todoist. I'll let you know in a couple of weeks how it's working. I think the thing I like about it, though, is like um, it gives you the option of creating projects. So like right now I've got Murder Blows, Cosplay KK, Yamakon, Literary, the travel channel that I work on for YouTube. Any personal improvement I want to do, my personal goals, chores, and project ideas as all, like, separate goals. 
um, and I can assign them due dates and then it just mashes them all together into like, hey, this is what you need to do in the next seven days. And so instead of like coming home and sitting on the couch, I can be like, all right, what the fuck do I need to do? So that's what I like about Todoist. Hopefully I don't continue to suck as a human being. Uh, sounds like you're on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm just saying. Report back. In two weeks. Oh yeah, that's right. Is that everyone? Violet? <laughs> you can't skip out on this. I yeah. never- I wouldn't. I like things I like weak, usually. Unless I'm feeling extra cynical. Um, things I like. My boyfriend is coming into town tomorrow. I haven't Yay. seen him since Anime Weekend Atlanta. I miss him. He's bringing his doggo. What's his dog's name? Scout. I want details. What kind of dog? German Shepherd Black Lab Mix. Oh my god, kill me now. I love it. Precious. He loves french fries, chicken nuggets, and burritos. Oh, oh, oh. Me too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> me too. In that anyway. order. <laughs> In that order. Burritos are number one for me, though. I like french fries. That's my weakness. Um, And then... Uh, let's see. Oh, I had another one. Um, oh, I fucking love 80s movies. Oh, yeah. Anything with, uh, oh, oh my god. Never mind. So, John Cusack and John Cusack. <laughs> yeah, so I've been watching, I watched, uh, The Outsiders, The Goonies, mm. uh, The Money Pit with Tom Hanks, which if you haven't seen is hysterical. It is on Netflix, I do believe. Uh, please watch it. It's so funny. Um, and then one of my all-time favorites that no one has ever, ever seen, usually, it's called Better Off Dead. That's what I say, John Cusack! Oh, yeah. He's, he's one of my favorites, for sure. But, like, the dancing hamburger scene, the claymation dancing hamburger scene, and, like, it takes a very dark topic, and, uh, and spices it up, makes it really funny. Uh, which is my kind of humor. It's this kid whose girlfriend breaks up with him for a hot skier, and he tries to kill himself. And somehow, it's whimsical and hilarious. <laughs> There's also a really funny French foreign exchange student that wants to play on the Dodgers. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. I will throw in, I watched Lost in Translation at the recommendation oh. of several people. What the fuck is that movie? Lost in Translation? It with was Bill Murray? Garbage. What? It was the worst fucking Bill Murray movie I've ever seen. Just super disappointed. <laughs> wow, hot take. Wow, yeah. I mean, it's Scarjo, it's Scarjo and Bill Murray. I went into it fucking hyped. I was also really sick, though. But, like, I love Tokyo. I love Japan. I love traveling. I love not knowing yourself. Like, I love figuring that shit out. And it's just a fucking movie about two people cheating on their spouses in a hotel. Like, fuck that movie. Uh, into the ground. Oh, like, that's all The Sopranos is about, too? And everybody was is like, it? oh my god, I love The Sopranos, you should watch it. And we started watching it, and it, either, so it was making me depressed. I was like, everyone's just cheating on everyone, I'm out. They leave the hotel two times, to go to a strip club and to go to a karaoke bar. And I'm like, wow, what a journey of self-discovery. <laughs> self so, funny story, 
that movie's done by my least favorite director, which is crazy because her dad directed The Outsiders, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I was going to say, that was like my other thing. I was like, it's directed by a woman. This is going to be fucking great. Okay, but she also did Marie Antoinette in The Bling Ring, so. Fuck. Hold your. Stop disappointing women. <laughs> but her dad did The Godfather. I'm into it. <laughs> I just, I think I was yeah. sold on it as like, this is a movie for people who have Wanderlust. And I'm like, that's me. I have Wanderlust. It's cool. There's a movie called Wanderlust with Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston, which is really good. Really? I'll yeah. I'll try that one. It's goofy, but. I mean, goofy is fine. I just like, I expected them to like, go to like restaurants in Shinjuku and be like, I don't know what this is. Isn't that funny? No. They don't leave the hotel room. Alright, so that's been 12 minutes about what Sasha hates about Lost in Translation. <laughs> I'm still ready for that pop culture podcast, ladies. Is that oh. still pop culture? I think it came out. We did the math. <laughs> They're like 32 years apart. I'm all about yeah. loving who you want to love as long as they're over 18, but like, fuck that. I think I'm also pissed because that's what we watched on Halloween, which is like, A, my favorite holiday, and B, our anniversary. And I was like, this is going to be great. And you watch something dumb. Why? <sighs> yeah, that's not a Halloween movie. You did it wrong. I'm afraid of scary things. But you watched it and you loved it. It wasn't scary at all. I, I told wow. you. You did not like when Pennywise shook. When he, did, when he danced and his head was still, but his whole body was moving. So dumb. So dumb. I hate that. My severely disabled brother has epilepsy, so like, I think that fucked with me a little bit. Yeah. But there. The rest of it was like. Go oh, blow I have your dad into bullet wearing teeth all of a sudden. Oh <laughs> my god. What? Sorry. The I have the TV on. It's like random local news. And apparently there was really lit protests downtown today. <laughs> Did someone showing... pick up a stop sign? <laughs> no, not this time. <laughs> no, they have like people throwing other people. Jeez Louise. Jesus. I know. Alright, my opinions on Lost in Translation are totally negated about people throwing people protests. What the F world? Mm, uh, why do you have a MAGA hat? That doesn't belong here. You know what doesn't belong is not having a blank slate pl- promo <laughs> in oh, this episode. Oh. You know what doesn't belong is having dry, flaky skin on your face. You know what you can do to fix that? Check out blankslatelabs.com. Say hi to our friend Allie. Use promo code MURDERBLOWS for 15% off. Get yourself some uni oil. It was so funny. Get yourself some sweet and salty scrub. Oh my god. She gave me these... Blank Slate products when I came to Tennessee in July. First of all, love her heart. We went to go visit the Blank Slate Arcadian Lab. <gasps> and um, she gave me a massive box of literally everything they've made ever. <laughs> Some stuff unlabeled. And was like, this is what this is for. And she gave me the Blank Slate, the uni oil. And she was like, this is a uni oil. And I was like, okay, great. What What's that, that? Yeah. And she was like, it's a uni oil. And I was like, okay, I'm okay, small swine, words. so what does that mean? She was like, use it on your face one or two times a day. It'll make your face feel so soft. And I was like, okay, cool. 
So I have talked about this before, but I have eczema. And certain things for other eczema people are, you know, we have triggers. They can be random. They can be food-related. They can be weather-related. Um, I went to Tennessee in July where it was more humid than my skin is used to now. And my face from, like, the nose down to my jawline, like, got so red and itchy and, like, weird and flaky. And I'm not saying that this needs to be used as, like, a medication, but I used the uni oil on it, and it didn't irritate it. It helped the redness. That's not what it's for. It's, it, but it's, like, it's made with all natural products that it doesn't irritate the skin. Now, I know, you know, one of your eczema sugars might be, like, sheesh, I don't know, like, coconut oil. Like, I can't imagine. It's in everything. But the ingredients are so clearly you know, what they are on the bottle is what you have in the bottle. There's no crazy technical term that says in parentheses what it is. Um, it's just, it's awesome. It smells great. It makes your face feel so soft. Um, I've had less breakouts since I've used it. It's not, it's not to make your skin feel soft, but it's made with such good quality stuff. I just, I just love it. I'm into it. And then if you use the scrub, you can use a sweet and salty scrub on your face. You can use a lip scrub on your face if you really feel like it, but I feel like that'd be weird because it's like tobacco coffee-ish. No, there's but no tobacco in the lip scrub. What that's is the that's the scruffy, scruffy hands? Oh, my mm-hmm. bad. Because so I, like, I was like, I'm not putting tobacco on my lips. Joke's on me. It it's coffee great. and like coconut oil. There's like four other coffee. things in there, yeah, but it's, it's coffee, brown sugar, I think, and, and coconut oil. Yeah. Also, all these products are vegan, and like not to get on my fucking high horse, but I'm trying to do as much vegan as I can. Yeah. And it's so nice to be able to have like, so I use a sweet and salty scrub on my legs before I shave, so it exfoliates oh, all the dead stuff, and <sighs> then it's like silky smooth. It's like literally the best shave I've had in my life. That's such a good Not idea. Not kidding. You, you normally exfoliate after you shave, because shaving is exfoliating in itself. But you know what? So Double much, exfoliate. <laughs> so much skin like came off with the oil without irritating it. No mm-hmm. red bumps, no razor burn, no cuts. I didn't cut myself. I cut myself every time I shave. I'm not fucking kidding. Uh, and it was just great. So it's so nice to have great skin. I think you just saved out. my life. Because yeah. every time... <laughs> Every time I shave my legs, I get, like, ingrown hairs. Every time. Damn. That's so awful. <laughs> yeah, no, exfoliate first with that sweet and salty stuff. Changes my life. Is it the big one? Yeah. The big, yeah okay, the big okay, one. okay, cool. And that one's, like, literally... I like... got date nights this week, so you know. Yeah. I haven't shaved my legs in a month, so it's time. <laughs> yeah, no, exfoliate first, so you don't... A, I mean, like, if you don't exfoliate first, you gotta shave all that dead skin off, and it ruins your razor blades, so... True. Ew. Don't do that. Rise of Lines. Okay. Nope. Oh my Good God. throwback, like by the way. episodes. <laughs> Not the title. <laughs> Not happening that way. Anyway, check out Blank Slate Lab. Um, we have an Instagram post. They have uh, We have a highlight for Blank Slate on our Instagram now, at Motor Blow, so you can check them out. None of their products are over 15 bucks. Oh, my God. I love it so much. She doesn't want you to spend an arm on a leg on good skincare. So On arms and legs. On arms and legs. Oh, oh my god, that's their slogan. Sorry, Allie, fix it. <laughs> I mean, no BS skincare is fucking great. Yeah, you know, yeah, it really is. Um, she nailed it. You're doing great. Um, also check Thanks. out 
I was about to say, you can still get 15% off at Arcadian Grooming. You definitely Take care can. Of your hair. Take care of your hands. Take care of your partner's hair. They got a beard. Hook them up with some beard oil. It's Scrub the beard changer. for them. I've heard. Scrub the beard for them. That could be your thing. Um, yeah. ArcadianGrooming.com. Check it out. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MurderBlows and on Reddit at r slash MurderBlows. And you can email us your Googles for comfort stories or whatever you want. You can even tell me how much you hate my laugh at murderblows at gmail. Nailed it. No. Rate and review us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We appreciate that. We're now on Podbean, but that shouldn't affect the way you get our podcast. So keep listening on your third party apps. I'm still on Overcast. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Nailed it. I mean, it's more than fine. It's great, but I love Overcast. Uh, also, for those of you that do listen to us on Spotify, which are available on now, if you want to follow me on Spotify, I make playlists, like, every week because I have a problem, and I even make playlists that I research my podcast to and that I read to. So if you need some good tunes, check us out on Spotify, and you can probably find me. I would take her up on that. Yeah. She kept Aww. me awake on, like, an eight-hour drive. I love it. She made a Spotify playlist for, like, five of her favorite Game of Thrones characters. That's all I'm going to say about it. MTV True Life. If I want to make a pot or a... I used to make playlists, too, that I would send my friends. So, yeah. Get to be a good friend, you get a playlist. That's mm-hmm. your sponsorship. Love it. Okay, great. Bye. 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 Bye.